Precure Podcast Engage. Welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Cheapo. And I am Protector of the Light, here, Cassidy. And today we are watching episode 32 of Retire while Max Art Protect Us from Darkness, the world's most important smile. Also known as Protect from Darkness, the most important smile in the world. <laughs> Her smile is important. Yes. This was a good episode. It's okay. I know that Precure is a children's show. 100% absolutely is a show for children. Yes. This is the most a children's show episode. (laughs) This has got like the same energy as like the episode of Barney where they go to a pizza kitchen to learn how to make a pizza. It's good. I do love it. You did say you got a little teary-eyed. I'll get there. (laughs) Do you want to talk about your stuff first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, friend of the show, Yumi, has continued to send me breaking news. Of course, (laughs) this is now news that's like a week old. (laughs) Because, well, time passes. Um, but... She has sent me what appear to be coloring book pages featuring character designs and fairies and the world's prettiest boy. Prettier than me? Well, I mean, it's your call, Charlie. Yeah, take a look at this this very pretty man. (gasps) Oh, he is a very pretty man. Hmm. All right, he can he can be prettier than me. I'll give him that. Uh, so yes, like I said, these appear to be coloring book pages, and according to Yumi, the names of the fairies are, uh, god, I'm gonna have to try to pronounce Japanese words without any pronunciation guide. I'm just gonna guess Komekome, Rice, Menmen, Noodles, Pamu Pamu, Ham, and the guy's name is Rosemary. Oh, Rosemary, that's a good Who name. Yumi says is her beautiful son. <laughs> Uh, the text to the side also says that they're in search of recipe bonds or recipe bonds, because I guess I guess it's supposed to be like ribbons because there's like two B's ah. in this word. So I'm going to say recipe bonds, which is <laughs> way funnier. Hey, listen, for the amount of time you said prism hopish instead of prism hopish. <laughs> recipe bonds. <laughs> recipe bonds. Who, who, which one of us was it? Who first um, started calling it? I 
I think you were on the fence, and so I just went for it. <laughs> I had to guess. This, whoever, whoever's been listening to our podcast, let us know if you remember which one of us started saying it first. So that was a week ago. I got more news today. Uh, hell yeah. Also, these designs are very cute. It looks like a dog, a fox, and I cannot tell what this third one is. I think it's a little dragon. Oh. I think it's just like you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. I can't believe they put me in pretty here. Yeah. Um, so I got some more information here from Yumi, including a, um, uh, she sent me like a little magazine advertisement excerpt. Apparently it's from an official advertisement tweet featuring mysterious silhouettes. Oh. And then like the same kind of image showed up in another children's magazine, kids toy magazine kind of thing. Um, also, apparently the website for the show will be launching on Sunday morning as of time of recording, which is the day after Christmas. Ooh. Uh, but the first magazine that'll intro the girls comes out on Christmas Day. So all of this information that we're saying now is extremely going to be, you know, like, out of date because yeah. we're recording in advance. This will be out next year. It will be out next year. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Thank you again, Ayumi, at Ayushi Knows. Um, Ayumi did also uh, answer, uh, not answer, but like give us more information about uh, how some of the episodes from last two seasons have been delayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone's interested in this, because uh, Ayumi sometimes replies to... Uh, Questions we post, questions we post, questions we make on the podcast after we've put out the episode. So, but I will read them for anyone who doesn't want to go to our Twitter and look at these tweets in case anyone's interested about how COVID has affected uh, episodes. Uh, so, Healing Good did lose episodes due to COVID due to delays. Uh, they, kind of, they kind of rewrote the final episodes to shorten it. And Tropical Rouge will have few episodes so they can begin in an early february release which is what uh was how it was before covid hit so they're, they're gonna make tropical rouge have less episodes so that they can go back to the pattern they had before for releasing new seasons of pretty care uh also the big loss as uh, i'll just read her tweet the big loss was in the movie which was supposed to come out march 2020 delayed to march 2020 the delay to the release of the usual fall of the movie. Then they released the second Healing Good movie in spring 2021 and said added a tiny Tropical Rouge short at the end. Uh, they There does seem to be a Tropical Rouge, Tropical Rouge movie for fall 2021. And then the next movie will come out fall 2022. So if you're interested at all for... If, you, if you've been watching the new seasons and you're wondering where the movies are... Uh, they're, they will be coming, but, you know, because of COVID, everything's have to been delayed and, you know, they're doing their best to get everything done. We have eight more episodes before we talk about the second movie. That's true. Yeah. Which will be the second movie ever of Pretty Care. That's also true. Yeah. I wonder... And it'll be the third movie we will talk about on this podcast. <laughs> that is... True. <laughs> we haven't talked about any other movies. Technically yet. the fourth, but one of those got um destroyed. Yes. One 
when shall we do the Ben 10 movies? We can talk about that off podcast. Well, we haven't even finished the first season. Yeah. We have to, we'll talk about that <laughs> another time instead of waiting. Listen, now. we already talked about how the Ben 10 timeline is a mess. Ish. <laughs> All right. Let us get into the episode proper. Let us start this episode. Also, I am very surprised by. Oh, we'll get to it, but part of this episode is unexpected. So we start to see. Uh, Nagsa, Shiho, and Rina are all in, like, a computer lab room. Apparently, they have been assigned to do the newspaper. They're working on the school newspaper. Yeah. Whether uh, or not they've been assigned to do it or however, they're that at the very least, they are working on it. I think it's mentioned that they got assigned to do it this time. That's a weird thing to assign to someone. Yeah, it is weird. That would be like assigning someone to have to just work on the yearbook for a week or something, you know? Like, it that's is... like a whole, that's like a whole club. You're just assigning someone to do a club's work. Yeah. I'm trying to find the line. I'm watching the episode currently. I'm almost there. I guess it's after the intro. Uh, or I hallucinated this line. <laughs> uh, what we learn is that we see that, uh, I think it's Shiho was working on an article about the lacrosse game and how they won it. Mm hmm And then they're like, hey, Nagsa, how's your article going? And Nagsa's like, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, she was in charge of the sh uh, Street Corner Smile segment. And she forgot to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's due tomorrow. It is due tomorrow. <laughs> So then after the intro, they all go ask Konika for help. Yeah. They're like, Konika, you got a good eye for these kinds of things. Yes, uh, I found the line. It says, uh, it's our turn to be editors this month. So I don't know if they're on the newspaper clubs or if this is some weird school thing where different people get assigned to If they're editors, editors, then why why come they're writing the articles? I I don't know. I'm just reading what the show is saying. It is really weird. I was I thought maybe that Shiho was like when they first started like maybe Shiho was on the newspaper club, but it this seems to be something slightly different. Cause up until now we haven't seen any indication of a newspaper club. Yeah. I don't even think I any of the schools I went to had one of those. I know my high school did, but I never really cared about the newspaper club. Enough to really ever look at what they put out. I no, I lived in a small town, so literally all of the sports news that would go into like a like a school newspaper was just in the regular newspaper. Hmm. <laughs> I grew up in a small town, but definitely bigger than your your hometown. They're very similar in certain ways. <laughs> That's true. Connecticut is... I would say the difference is that your hometown was a little bit closer together. <laughs> yeah. And not just spread out over, you know, several miles. No, I could walk to school. I could walk to all my schools. 30 minute drive for me to get to high school. It took me like... Well, depending on where I lived... 
if you lived more around the lake, you would get driven to school. But since I lived like relatively close, I could walk there in like 15 minutes. <laughs> if you took the bus, if you took like, the, the school provided bus from my house to get to school, it would take you like an hour to get home. Wow. Fun fact. <laughs> I started walking to school when I was in fourth grade. Because at that point, I think it was up until third grade, uh, everyone would just take the bus regardless of how close you lived, unless you lived like right next to the school, <laughs> that I guess you wouldn't really need to take the bus there. Uh, but uh, at fourth grade, it was then decided like if you live close enough to the school, I don't know how they determined how far that was. You had to walk and you weren't, you couldn't take the bus. Yeah, see, in my hometown, it was like a, a two-day trip just to get to the big city, so you'd have to put your knapsack on the back of your horse <laughs> so you're prepared to camp out under the stars, you know, with your can of beans and all that. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I don't think that's true. Anyway, <laughs> Grandma shows up. Wait, wait, wait. We jumped out a little bit. So they're asking, not, 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 so they're asking Honika for help. And Honika's like, this is so sudden. Like, what the? And then what Grandma am I going to do? Grandma shows up with tea and Odangos. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that word right, right? I feel like we had this discussion. That's the way before. I want to say it. But like, there's also that, that pun that happened in the last preview about Odango. <laughs> yeah. Well, they said Odongo in the episode listening. Was so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it should be fine. She brings them, and she says they're from Mit Mit Mitoyas. I think it's Mitoya. Mitoyas. Uh, th this is uh Odongo's that Honika loves since she was young. Uh, you know, she's this kind old lady who just makes these food at her small shop. She's always surrounded by children with a beautiful smile. And this is when it hits the others. They're like, this lady, she's perfect for the article. <laughs> she's got a beautiful smile. This is the smile corner. We got to interview her. Get that smile going. Yeah. So they head over to where she works. Yep. So we cut to two very small children getting some Odongo from Matilia. She's, you know, just a pleasant old lady. Yeah. You know, she's just a normal old lady who loves making odangos. This one is not a pretty cure. No. So Shio takes a picture uh, and is like, yes, this is perfect. Look at her smile. So they go over to her and they're like, hey, can we interview you? <laughs> you know, you're, you're perfect for what we need to do. You're perfect, period. <laughs> Uh, and after, after they compliment her and we're like, really, please, will you do this for us? She's like, yeah, sure, of course. So they go into her shop and she teaches them how to make odangos. I did not write down the way you do this. But if you're interested, you could just watch the episode and get a good idea of how it might be made. Uh, it is made with powder white rice. I did write that down. Which I was... Mm -hmm. I don't... I've never... I don't think I've had Odongos before, and I've never really thought of like how they're made. So, I wasn't, but I wasn't expecting them to be made of rice. I think I knew that part. I didn't know it was powdered at first. Mm. I thought, you know, it's. I thought it was kind of like um. I want to say mochi is also made with rice. Mm. It's like pounded. 
Yeah. So I just assumed it had a similar texture. Probably. But again, I've never even seen one in real life. No. Let alone attempted to eat one. (laughs) Not yet. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. You never know what the future will bring if we will one day have Odongos. Yeah, I'm not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Hopeful, I guess. Hopeful doesn't feel like the right word, Uh but it's the word I'm going to have to use so we can move on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, I'll make plans so we can have Odongos so it could happen one day. Anyway, seeing other people be happy makes her happy and that's why she smiles. Yes. More pictures get taken. Yep. The interview finishes and Hikari shows up because she's trying to get an order for Akane. Yeah, Akane's a big fan of this shop. And I was looking at the sauce she dips them in. And I'm like, that's probably like some sort of like honey sauce or something. If I had yeah. to guess. Because it, it has a similar consistency, the kind of syrupy stuff that like a local place does on their boba. It's like a honey boba. Mmm. Actually, for at first, I thought the uh, color of their dongos was just like what they look like after you make them. I had no idea. Like, I'm gonna be honest, I had no idea how you made these foods. I didn't realize you dipped them in sauce. Well, you can. Some of them also get like flavored in the process of making them. I think. Hmm. Today, I also learned how to make dongos just like the pretty kids did. Uh, I know Emmy makes did a video on making a giant one. Ooh. I should check that out. Yes. Weena, we, Weena and Shio have also become big fans. And like, I could eat here anytime. And I was like, yeah, I sure can come and eat here all the time too. And the only lady's like, well, I got some bad news about that. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you during the interview because you were having so much fun. But actually, I'm closing my shop soon. <laughs> I'm quitting. I'm going to retire. Yeah. She's not get- quitting, it's retiring. <laughs> she owns the place. She can't really quit. <laughs> I fire myself. Uh, anyways, uh, Nagisa's like, okay. We'll just have to write a good article then, so that more yeah. people will see her smile before she closes up for good. Yeah. And then Honika's like, well, let me write it instead, actually. Yeah. And I'm gonna stay up until, like, midnight or whatever writing this article. Apparently she has several different Donka videos. Oh. The one that I sent is a, what does it say? Hanami Dongo, which are the, the tricolor ones. Ooh. We see the next day the uh, paper is printed out. Uh, the paper is, the, the newspaper is being printed out. There's a shot of their teacher. I don't know what article they wrote on her, but she's wearing like makeup and they're like, you sure this is the best picture of the use and it's like yeah it's fine it's good enough <laughs> the article that honoka wrote is really good you know she felt she grew up with this uh with the, with the old lady and how her odango is like even when she was upset and if everything felt wrong like just eating them helped brighten her day and made her happy you know that she made them with a kind smile and gender heart and that's why they bring happiness and then she was she mentions how the store is going to be closing soon and uh, she doesn't know how many more times she's going to get experience it, but she thanks uh, Mitoya for everything she's done. You know, it's a very heartfelt article about, you know, Honoka's experience and how happy going there has made her over the years. 
Yeah, uh, and we see that it's, she's also reading it, like, in her, like, shop that night yeah. in the dark, and that is when I started crying. Oh, Cassie. <laughs> yeah, it is really sad. Awesome. No, it's not sad, is no, the thing. It's it not? isn't sad. No. It's like, uh, you know, it's because, like, nothing that's being said is sad. And she's not sad looking around. She's just thinking about, yeah, it's like, it's not sad. It's just, um, bittersweet. That's the word. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's not quite the same, like, cause you know, like I, I, I say it's ever, I've said multiple times on multiple different mediums that I cried for the entirety of the runtime of Christopher Robin, the movie. Yes. And that is a movie where I cried because of sad. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't sad in a way that, like, the movie was trying to point it out. Hmm. But this, this is not sad. This is, I definitely think, is more on the bittersweet, like, kind of just, like, genuine sweet. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know. Yeah. I wonder how she got this newspaper. I wonder if they delivered it to her or... Because I imagine if it's a school newspaper, you can't just get it randomly. She has a lot of children who come to her store, so probably one of them did bring it to her. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this is reminding me. Just the, yeah. just the general, the general, like, wanting, like, weird energy kind of vibes of, like, what she was doing. Um, reminds me when I was moving out of my college dorm, when I, when I finally left that. Because um, it was a place that I had stayed for several years. Uh, and that I hadn't had to unpack it all because I've been I'd been staying in the same place for several years. Yeah, and that like is a place where I discovered gender thoughts. It's where I you know made a bunch of new friends and like really became the person that I am right now. I was in that one place, uh, and for some I don't even remember the reason we had it, um, but. There was just this one like bright fluorescent orange index card that just had the words "fuck you" written on it. <laughs> that I, the like we had like taped in some places, and then eventually I just like left it on the inside of my door. Yeah. Uh, and when I finally took it down, it was just like, this is really fucking. It's like a, it's you know one of those like it's the end of an era kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. What you mean. Anyways, yeah, I did almost cry. Like, if I was on hormones at that point, I probably would have cried. Just looking, like, having taken down the fucking fuck you index card. Oh. Anyways, that's my, that's my unrelated but somewhat related story. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely an end of error for, uh, Natoya, you know, shutting down her shop after, uh, she's probably been running for, like, years of her life. Mm -hmm. Literally since, as, like, since possibly even before Honoko was a very, very small child. Yeah. And now it's she's finally deciding that she needs to retire. And her children are saying, you gotta retire. You know, you're getting old. Uh, but the positive thing about this article is that she's gotten new fans. More people have shown up to get her Odongos. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. Uh, Poland really wants Odongos. And he starts to throw a fifth of Mipple's like, hey, Lulun's gonna copy you if you ask... If you ask, if you, what? If you act like that, if you yeah. act so selfishly. I will. I, I meant to write act selfishly, 
but I will ass selfishly, and I don't know why. <laughs> you make an ass of yourself. <laughs> uh, Nike says, like, hey, let's go to the, let's go there just, you know, before it closes, you know? Let's go do it. Uh, uh-uh. we see other people are there. Some of them are getting it. Some are talking. We see the two women and a small child, and they're talking about how she's gonna quit for a little bit. And then Nisa is like sad because we cut over to where they're sitting at a table, and she's sad. She won't get to eat there anymore. Uh, and Matoya thanks them for their article. And Honika talks about how she's come here for a long time. And this is when Matoya is like, "Hey." You know, the article is really sweet, but it's not completely accurate. You know, uh, you say that I am the one making customers happy, but the truth is they're the ones making me happy. I'm doing this for myself because seeing people be happy about my Odongos is what makes me happen, is what gives me the courage to keep on going over the years. Courage and energy, both. Yeah, courage and energy, both. You know, uh, when someone says, oh, this this food is yummy, it, that's what, you know, gives me the courage and energy to, to keep going on. Uh, and it's really sweet, you know? Mm-hmm. But then it gets uh, <laughs> ruined because Vivlis is here. Yep. Darkness comes. She just falls over at the stove. Yeah. It's like a cool little grill thing, I'm assuming. I, I can't tell if it has, like, little divots in it because... It's a 2D image, and yeah. there's not a whole lot of detail put into it. It kind of looks like there's, like, hot metal bars and then with, like, space in between them. Yeah, like a like a thick grill. Yeah. As opposed to a regular grill. <laughs> so this is the point where I'm like, I thought there was going to be more. Because Vilba says, hey, Baldez is back. Uh, he healed- Somehow Baldez has returned. <laughs> Two years ago today, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> he healed from inside of the darkness of our Dark King. And I'm like, hey, why didn't you show us Valdez showing back up? Like, why are we just getting this information from Viblis? Like, why didn't we get a scene of Valdez returning to the mansion? Like, we saw him walk to the mansion. Why didn't we get a scene with him talking to the other dark people? Like, why is it just offhandedly Viblis be like... Hey, Valdez is back. Time to make a fire, Zakena. She does ask them what is the meaning of their growth, of their transportation. Transfer. What did I just say? That was not the right word. You said transportation. <laughs> I think. Of their trans. <laughs> transportation. <laughs> Am I saying that? I don't think that's how you say that word. No, you're definitely saying the T a little too early. Uh, she asks. She asks basically if the transformation of the cure's powers has anything to do with the transformation of their own. Yes, that is the question. Uh, words are hard sometimes. They are a little hard. Uh, but the predicures are like, hey, we don't know any connection, and like, even if there was a connection, we're not going to let you just like do whatever you want. And Phoebus mm-hmm. is like, all right, well, then this means you're in my way. Zakana time, and. She summons a fire zakana from the grill. She doesn't just summon a fire zakana. She lights the Odongo on fire and it becomes like a fire smoke zakana. <laughs> yeah, sure does. And it is transformation time. The pretty cures transform and they start to fight the fire zakana. 
but they are not doing a good job because they kind of just like move through the smoke body of the Zakana. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just like phase through it because it's made yeah. of smoke. And they keep getting almost hit by fire. So Hakari transforms. And her transformation, I don't remember if this happened last time. I'm pretty sure it did. But, you know, we watched a Christmas movie last time and my memory is horrible. Uh, it now includes Lulin when she transforms. Also, oh, oh, I wrote this down in my notes. I do want to uh, point this out. I don't know if this is something that happened in previous transformations or not. But when we see Hakari transform now with Lulin, uh, I have to, I'm going to find the uh, specific. There's the heart, right? Behind her, which is what was from her normal transformation. But now there's one, two, five different glowing lights in during her transformation yes and i'm pretty sure those weren't there before yeah they like the way they were like situated around all this makes me think that they're the um the hartiels yes that's what i was also thinking i was, I was like is now with lulin being your is it like the hartiels giving hikari power too it's not confirmed but it is something new and something that I wanted to point out now that is in Hikari's transformation. I, I imagine it is the Hardy Elves. But I, I just wanted to bring that up. So they start... So Hikari also starts fighting. This Sakana throws like little like fire like wheels that like cut through the ground. Yeah, it did like a fire spin attack that when it hit the ground exploded into flaming saw blades. Yes. And those those start attacking Luminous, and then like some of the fire started like shoots up into being more Zakana. So fire surges up, and it it turns into clones. So there's like uh -huh. a bunch of fire Zakanas. I don't so know they if do you just said that. I did just say that. Yes, sorry, I got distracted by my yeah. We both got distracted. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um. So it's time for did you extreme Lunario, and they win the fight, and Viblis is gone. And yeah, she just leaves. She's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, <laughs> and the next day we see. Even I'm out of here. <laughs> we see even more people showing up. And now Hikari, uh, Honoka and Nikes are all working at the shop. You know, it should have just been Hikari and Nagisa. Not Hikari and Nagisa. Honoka and Nagisa. Cause, like Hikari's already working at like a cafe. Does she really have to work here too? To help out here too? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, that's yeah. just how it is. I guess she's used to serving food <laughs> out of the three of them. This is her yeah. job. Although, I feel like we've both... Like they've, they've definitely helped at Akane's before, I think. Yeah. And Hikari definitely doesn't get paid, probably. Or does she? Do you think she might get an allowance. Yeah. I, I mean, she probably has to get paid if she's, like, actually working. Yeah. We never got an answer of we. I think we brought this up before, and we asked uh, if you work at your family shop, like what's that like? Like how do you get paid? But I don't think anyone answered us. I think maybe we did get an answer, but it was so long ago now that I just don't know. If you answered us, answer us. Just send us your tweet, or if you're someone new who didn't answer us and you have information about this, we would love to hear from you. But yes, the store is flourishing. Naisa gets clowned, down, clown, clowned on by her friends who are like, hey, uh, can you get us two more orders of Odongos? 
And she's That's like, not really being clowned on. No. No, she's just like, you're ordering more, and they're like, hold on, we're the customer here. <laughs> and then she's just like, a little bit on it. That's not, I wouldn't call that being clowned on. No. <laughs> no. All right. What would you think being clowned on would be? Um, like, any single person that interacts with Roger Rabbit is being clowned on. Hmm. Both ligatively? <laughs> Literally and figuratively, me trying to say both of those words at the same time. <laughs> it's a day for everyone to mess up words. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, she gets a little. She gets teased by her friends. That's the more accurate. Yeah. And she goes to do it, and we learn that the uh, Matoya is going to be keeping her shop open for a little while longer. She's decided not to retry her just yet. Yeah. Yep. And then our new Hartiel, which I think we said was Hopun. I think so, yes. Uh, has a crown? Yeah, she just has a little crown in her hand. <laughs> She's just carrying around a little crown. <laughs> Maybe we'll figure out what that is for, or if he just carries a crown, that's her thing. Yeah. Like she says that it has that the restaurant has so much hope, and then she just flies off with Seekun. Yes, so much courage and hope. Yep. And they're gone, and that's the episode. That's the episode. And next week, it's Nagisa's birthday. Happy birthday, Nagisa! And we get to see that boy again. He's back, Fuji P himself. The return. And maybe it looks like Nagisa is going to be trying to confess to him. Next episode. Mm. I don't think she will. <laughs> no. No. That no, would be one of the, another one of those things that's just a joke for the uh, the next time on. Because it's another think... wordplay joke. Well, you don't think she's gonna try and confess? No. 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 <laughs> She might, like, talk a big game about it and say that she's going to, but she's going to immediately chicken out and not do the thing that happened in the next time on. Hmm. Probably not. But he will be there, Fuji P. We will, he we will. will be there. That's true. <laughs> he's, he's making a reappearance. But that's, that's next time. But now this episode is over. We're done. We're out of here. Let's go. Skedaddle. I'm in a weird mood. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, am I any weirder than normal? Who's to say? Who could say? I guess you could say. You you interact with me like almost every day. This every is like day. a 50 50. I wouldn't say it's more weird than normal. I would say it's a slightly <laughs> different weird than normal. But like, <laughs> the normal weird changes from, you know, time to time. It just happens. It's just weird to the side. Yeah, sometimes you just, like, get a little, a little energy that acts a little funky. <laughs> it happens to me all the time. All right. But that is the episode, and it's time for us to do some plugs. So yeah. if you like to talk to us on Twitter, if you like to tell us your thoughts on Odongos, if you ever worked at a family restaurant, specifically your family's restaurant, not just at a random family restaurant. It doesn't have to be a restaurant for that question. Yeah, just so at your family's business and like, what was the, like, how did the paying stuff work? 
Uh, Just to remind us what you said, because that was a while ago, probably. (laughs) Well, if you want to say anything else, if you want to come guest on our podcast, we still have a handful of episodes before we finish the season. We won't be recording until next year, but get in now. Uh, You can find us at Prepod Engaged on Twitter. Or if you want to talk to me, Charlie, you can find me at Magic underscore Pride, where I tweet about things. It's different all the time. By the time this episode's out, this episode is... When it's okay, when this episode's out, I will have just come. Okay, well, it's not going out on the second, and it's not going out on the ninth because I will still be in Florida on the ninth. So, you're for sure confirming that it won't go out on the second. Okay, do you think it? Well, I guess it could go out on the second because I wouldn't be leaving until the second. So, as long as I get it done by the first, yeah, okay, no, so. You'll find out. If this episode's out on the 2nd of January, I will be in Florida. And so there won't be an episode the week after that. But if this episode doesn't go on the 2nd, if I mess up and don't edit it in time for it to go out then, then this will go out after I've already returned from Florida. So what was the point of me saying? Oh, I remember now. Uh, When you're hearing this episode, the thing that I'll probably be tweeting about is... Florida and seeing Cassidy. Yeah. <laughs> so, because that's when I will be, to, you know, to see my lovely fiance. Or you can go listen to the other podcasts I do, like Otherwear, Otherwear Pod, where I play Phantom the No, nope, not Phantom the Nobot, where I play Phantom the Brain. Or you can go listen to Breathing Space Fading Frontier, where I was on season one, I'll be on season two, and I vote for season two. And those episodes should be coming out sometime next year, so. The first season's already out. It's going to be finished by the end of this year, I'm pretty sure. But season two will be out sometime next year. I don't know the specifics. It's probably been mentioned, but I, I, I don't know right now. And I'm, you'll, you'll hear them eventually. Or you can go go follow Devoid of Space on Twitter, which is my space for Anthology Podcast. It's my right space. T- <laughs> There's fans on there now. <laughs> They put, they're putting podcasts on MySpace. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah, it is probably true. Who did, we, who did you put in our top eight spaces? <laughs> for <laughs> Wait, for Pretty Cure? Uh, it's it's over. That's just the extent of the joke. He said it's a MySpace thing. <laughs> hey, I was on MySpace. I know. So. I never did that, though, because I didn't have enough friends. Um, that's probably the same thing that happened to me, probably. I did start RPing, like, text RPing on MySpace, because my friend was into it, and he got me involved in it, and that's how I started getting into RPing online. Fun fact for everyone out there who wanted to know about me in middle school. Um, I guess that means MySpace, when I was using MySpace, you were in elementary school. Um, yeah, I don't think I would have used it yet. I think it was in middle school. Yeah. MySpace was on its way out when I was on MySpace. Yeah. I think MySpace was just beginning, or it was like somewhere in the middle of it. Like, it was doing pretty well when I was using it. But I don't remember too much about using MySpace, because I didn't use it all that often. I mostly used it to interact with, like, my friends. Um. Anyways... So follow Devoid of Space. space. <laughs> Go follow Devoid of Space on Twitter. Uh, by the time this episode's out, it should be 
either the casicle should already be out or it should be close to being out. So you can start auditioning for the podcast. I'm really excited and proud of all the scripts that are going to be available for the season. So I'm hoping you're all excited to audition for it. And um, yeah. All right. That's that's everything I do. I'm going to stop talking now. Take it away, Cassidy. Uh, I'm on Twitter. At MadLobotanist. It's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. I have a website. All the podcasts that I do are there. I've also the guest, all the podcasts that I've guested on are there too. Also, if you want to take a look at those, and that's at madlabotanist.neocities.org, which is the same as my Twitter handle, .neocities.org. All right, that's the episode. That's everything. I think so. All right. Well, until next time, we need your help, Meepo. Girls, be smiling. <laughs> that's a good one. I did, I did think you might say girls be Odongos, but... No, there's only one girl that's Odongos. Sailor Moon? That's the one. <laughs> I'm going the recording here. Now I'm recording. I'm also recording, but I have I don't have the episode open yet. I was like, oh, that doesn't matter. You got notes. Yeah, but I like you've also got time to vamp. <laughs> so I got stuff to talk about. That's true. Do you want to start now? Then oh, we should clap first. <laughs> we should clap first on the fucking last RNGG, the RNGG game of the year part one. We did not clap. Cassidy. <laughs> We talked about having Audacity open, and then we fucking started the show. Oh my god. Sorry, not even Audacity. We both had Time.is open, too, is the thing. It's just we never clapped. That's pretty funny. But luckily, we're already pretty synced by default. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Would you like to clap? Uh, 50. Okay.